Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing in your sight. O oh God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. It is the first Sunday of Advent and what an unexpected year 2020 has been. It feels near miraculous that we are even able to gather this day. And I think the essence of today's passage invites us in to feel the weight of what this year has been. Even as we all have somehow navigated making a way out of no way, we are invited to cry out to God for help, to wrestle with God, to share our laments, frustrations, anger, to wonder where God is. In today's passage, we meet the Israelites in prayer. They come to God in a posture of prayer. This posture of prayer is significant. It is significant because when we come to God in prayer, more than in other ways, we can't help but be confronted with ourselves, with all of who we are. We are almost thrust into an unraveling. We come vulnerable, bare, before a God we know sees us and accepts all of who we are. James Baldwin, one of the great prophets of our time, through his novel, Go Tell It on the Mountain, helps us to understand more intricately how important and significant our cries in prayer are, that it is there that we meet our deepest selves and are inevitably met by God and others. One of the characters, Florence, finds out that she is sick and she has not told anyone. She's 60 and she has not been to church in a very long time. Yet, in her most vulnerable, unuttered moment, her only solace is church. She remembers how her mother used to pray for her when she was younger. Her mother would say the way to pray was to forget everything and everyone but Jesus, to pour out of the heart like water from a bucket, all evil thoughts, all thoughts of self, all malice for one's enemies, to come boldly and yet more humbly than a little child before the giver of all good things. So Florence is at church 
for the first time in a long time. Baldwin tells us that she beat her fists on the altar. The old woman above her laid their hands on her shoulders, crying, call on him, daughter, call on the Lord. And it was as though she had been hurled outward into time where no boundaries were. And she cried aloud as she had never in all her life cried before, falling on her face on the altar at the feet of the old black woman. Her tears came down like burning rain. The voice whispered in her ear, God's got your number and knows where you live. The most vulnerable moments of her life. She hasn't told anyone about her illness, but she can take it to God in the church. In prayer, Florence was able to pour out of the heart, to let it out. And Yudinov says of prayer that when we pray to be cured of illness, a passing difficulty, or one that might be very serious indeed, we have little trouble admitting what it is that is bothering us. But in prayer, we usually let it out. She says that prayer brings to surface those deep emotions, images, experiences. Therefore, in praying, unresolved tensions are brought to surface, enabling mourning if necessary and a recovery of sense of self, recovering God in us. That generative place that then begets love, kindness, tenderness towards ourselves and others. Similarly, the Israelites in today's text pray to God in a time of confusion and struggle. They are having flashbacks about the past. Remembering Mount Sinai, they are longing, lamenting, nostalgic for a time when they felt the presence of God. A place where they felt more order and direction. In the midst of their unraveling, they cry out to God for help. Their help from ages past. They are experiencing a plethora of emotions and they beseech God to see them. The posture of prayer that the Israelites come with is a way of being that allows us to be present to the here and now. This season of Advent will be like no other. Many of us will not be with our family and friends in the ways we have known. We are navigating new terrain. The season finds us, maybe for some of us, in the words of Fanny Lou Hamer, 
sick and tired of being sick and tired. COVID-19 and the many lives lost, an election cycle that has shattered all presidents, children separated from their parents at the border, parents who can't be found, students, teachers, parents, primary caregivers, navigating the daily hardships of distance learning, losing loved ones and having to grieve in a different way, job losses, increases in gender-based violence, police brutality, racism, the day-to-day -day threats to black and brown lives, trans lives, Maybe like Florence, like the Israelites, we start the season of Advent before God in a posture of prayer, a posture of reaching out for help. Come to me, those who are weary and heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Perhaps we are carrying things that we need to let out and some of which we don't even know we're carrying, not knowing where to turn or who to turn to. And this posture of prayer becomes even more important to turn to God, to turn to others. This posture allows us to let out to feel into the humanity of another, to learn to ask for help, to reach out and ask for what we need, to offer help, a posture that allows us to simply be where we are, while also helping us to imagine and to act otherwise. I imagine this posture of prayer allows us too to be honest about our internalized racism, xenophobia, homophobia, transphobia. This posture helps us to be honest about where we are, what we don't know, and to be honest about what we do know, to stand in the truth of our convictions. I pray that our prayer gives us the strength to reach out and ask for support, to call a friend if you need to talk, to ask someone to cook an extra meal for your family, to find creative and fun ways to connect safely with others, to ask for help when Christmas shopping, to reach out write a letter of thought to someone. As daunting as this might feel, this way of coming bare before God, of intentionally allowing others to bear witness to our journeys and experiences, frees us, it empowers us, it builds within us a capacity for understanding, navigating, 
for creativity. In this posture of prayer, we are healing, transforming, and enabling a new reality to emerge. We are resisting and we are creating. It takes tremendous vulnerability and faith. But it is here that the work of this season happens. As we await the coming of the baby Jesus, as we celebrate the advent of Emmanuel, God here with us. God is with us.